Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, this is Trent Sutton with Wild Imaginings, and we are presenting you a fantastical history of Waco. Fabulous tales of dubious veracity, written by Ashley Bean Thornton. (laughs) Today's story, A Bridge of Turtles. After the Civil War, Texas fell upon hard economic times. People everywhere were trying to figure out a way to make ends meet. Well, maybe if I did folks' laundry, we could make a few extra pennies week to week. All the ranchers around here don't have any more space for hired hands. I I guess I could travel to the next town over. Well, I heard that they're full up, too. I'm not sure how far you'd have to go. And I'm not sure what you'd do in the meantime. What about soap? I make our soap. I can make enough to sell to other families. Yeah, if anyone has the money to spare to buy soap, that is. In short, options were limited. Before long, however... Cowboys from South Texas got an idea. They thought they could make money by rounding up herds of wild longhorn cattle and trail driving them north to Kansas. In Kansas, the cattle could be loaded onto a train and sent east, where people were hungry for beef. The cowboys thought that they could drive the cattle through Waco up the Chisholm Trail. a path that had been forged by an Indian trader, Jesse Chisholm, during the war. There was one pretty significant obstacle, however, in seeking to accomplish this task. The Brazos River. The longest river in Texas, the Brazos flowed 800 miles from northern New Mexico through Texas to the Gulf of Mexico. To get to Kansas, the herds had to cross the Brazos. There was no way around it. The question, then, was how to do it. There were no bridges at the time. And when the Brazos was flooded, as it often was, it was too deep to cross. And when it was not flooded, the cattle would sink up to their knees and sometimes even their bellies in the soft, muddy river bottom until they couldn't even move. This one obstacle might have been the difference between success and failure. The cowboys with their longhorn herds simply couldn't figure out how to get across. Well, there's no shallow crossings that we've seen. And we don't want to lose part of the herd when we cross. Well, we could build a barge? Yeah, but we'd only be able to take a few head across at a time. 
It would take too long. But we'd be able to get them all across at least. Mm. Maybe. Maybe it's worth building a bridge. And you thought my idea was going to take too long? Well, I'm just trying to think in the long term. I know, but we need the money now. Yeah, I know. The cowboys tossed ideas back and forth, but to no avail. They were stumped. But oftentimes, solutions come from the most unlikely of places. And the solution to this particular problem would come from a young man who lived in Waco with big lungs and a dream. Cyrus Cotton was born into slavery on the McTurder farm in Waco in 1855. He was a premature baby, and even by the time he was five years old, he was too weak and small to work in the fields with the other slave children his age. He became a house servant to old man Elias McTurder the 90-year-old great-grandfather of the McTurder family. Old man McTurder had come to Waco from Scotland, and like all true Scotsmen, he loved bagpipe music. The louder, the better. So, wanting to hear the music of his childhood, old man McTurder taught young Cyrus to play the pipes. What are those, sir? Bagpipes, lad. The instrument of the gods. God plays bagpipes? Aye, that he does. Why do they call them bagpipes? Hmm, let me think. Probably because it's a bloody bag with pipes sticking out of it. I don't know, boy. I'm teaching you how to play the thing, not where it came from. Oh, uh, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. For what? Teaching me? Well, I haven't taught you yet, have I? Let's see if you're up for it, shall we? Yes, yes, sir. Where do we start? Well, start by bloody picking it up! Oh, oh, yes, yes, sir. At first, Cyrus's underdeveloped lungs were too weak to make music from the instrument. But old man McTurder was determined the boy would learn to play. With practice, Cyrus's lungs grew stronger and stronger until he could play for hours on end. Old man McTurder was delighted. The rest of the McTurder family, however, grew weary of the constant bagpipe music in the house. They sent Cyrus and the old man outside to sit on the bank of the Brazos to play their tunes. And on the bank of that river, Cyrus made a life-changing discovery. It turns out that turtles love bagpipe music. The louder, the better. They can't resist it. It lulls them into a blissful, intoxicated state. Did did you see that? Aye. Wait, where'd it go? Ah, uh, just play, lad. See? It likes the music. The turtle? Turtles. There was more than one? Aye, keep playing. See? The longer you play, the more arrive. So, as Cyrus would play his bagpipes by the river, hundreds and even thousands of turtles, drunk on the music, would amass in the water to listen. Now, let's be clear about something. 
Nowadays, a common turtle is a small creature, no bigger than a shoebox. But this was in the time before industrialization had so fully polluted the river with chemicals. Turtles in Cyrus's day were often two or three feet across, with shells as hard as limestone and legs as strong as tree stumps. And with so many hundreds of turtles gathered to listen to Cyrus play, it made a turtle pile that stretched the Brazos from bank to bank. Sometimes as he played, Cyrus and Old Man McTurter would even walk across the river on the turtles' backs, just for the fun of it. Occasionally, the old man would even drive them across the pile in a little blue and yellow goat cart, while Cyrus's music kept the hard-shelled reptiles hypnotized. Keep playing, lad! All right, you can take a break. We're across. <laughs> I think no matter how many times we do it, I will never get tired of it. I always knew turtles were tasteful creatures. They love the music almost as much as you do, Mr. McTurter. Aye, almost. <laughs> wow, I had no idea there were so many turtles even in the Brazos. Well, no, how would you? They keep to themselves, turtles. The only reason they're here is to hear your music. Hard to believe. Not so hard. You have a gift, lad. The turtles hear it same as me. Hmm. Maybe someday I'll play for more than just turtles. Anything's possible. You really think so? Aye, lad. I do. Well, maybe someday. Just keep playing. Never stop playing. Even if it's just for the turtles. Because you never know. The turtles might just be the ticket. The turtles? I guess. What do you say we head back? <laughs> You're just ready to hear more bagpipe music. Ha! <laughs> yes, and what's wrong with that? Unfortunately, Elias McTurder died in 1865. He did, however, leave the bagpipes to Cyrus in his will. I'm so sorry for your loss, ma'am. Thank you, Cyrus. Mr. McTurter was a great man. Thank you. Yes, he was. And he was very fond of you. I could never thank him enough. For what, Cyrus? For sharing his music with me. Well, speaking of his music, he wanted you to have these. No, no way. Ma'am, I couldn't. I insist. Those were Daddy's wishes. You know how to play them. And you made his last year so very happy. Thank you, ma'am. Truly. Thank you so much. And then, after the Civil War and emancipation, Cyrus and his family were freed from their bondage. Finally free, Cyrus went to work in a brick factory in East Waco. But he still dreamed of moving to the big city and making his fortune playing his beloved bagpipes. But whenever he had a day off from the brick factory, Cyrus would sometimes go down to the river and play his pipes until he could walk across the river on the turtles' backs. In fact, that was how he was able to go into town. Shortly after Cyrus began working in the brick factory, a cowboy from South Texas named Dub Wheeler arrived in Waco. The year was 1867. He was driving his herd of 2,400 longhorns to Kansas. But not knowing how to proceed, he bedded them down on the banks of the Brazos. 
He paced up and down the river's edge, wondering how he would get his cattle across, when suddenly he heard something very strange. The haunting melody of bagpipe music drifting across the river from the opposite bank. Confused, Dub Wheeler looked up to see young Cyrus walking across the river on the backs of turtles. At first, he didn't believe it. After all, people don't simply walk across a bridge of turtles. But as Cyrus came closer, Dub realized that he was seeing not only something extraordinary, he was seeing his own ticket across the Brazos. Hey, you! Oh, um, uh, hello, sir. Um, I, w- I was just... That's remarkable. How did you... I'm not even sure I know what I just saw. Well, the turtles like the music. The music? Well, I'll be. So you play your music and the turtles congregate like that? Yes, sir. And they're strong enough for you to walk on? Yes, sir. Amazing. I've even ridden in a goat cart across them before. So let me ask you something then. Yes, sir? Do you think I could drive my cattle across these turtles? Well, uh, I I don't see why not. Well then, I think I might just have a proposition for you. On the spot, Dub made arrangements to drive his cattle across the turtles for two cents a head. Cyrus Cotton made $48 that day. More money than he had seen in his entire life. Wow! Thank thank you, sir! Are you kidding me? Thank you, young man. Glad me and my music could help. Oh, well, me and these longhorns would have been up a creek without a paddle without it. In fact, I'll probably be back through here in another few months with another herd. Think you'd be able to help me out again? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Word of Cyrus and his music quickly spread. What had previously stumped cowboys with big dreams could now be solved for a few dollars. Before long, Cyrus was able to quit his job at the brick factory. He could support him and his family full time from playing bagpipes for turtles. At two cents a head and thousands of cattle coming through month after month, Cyrus couldn't believe his good fortune. For the next three years, Cyrus played his bagpipes while Longhorns carefully stepped their way across the river-spanning pile of hypnotized turtles. The turtles were so mesmerized by the beguiling wail of the music that they did not even notice the tromping of the beef cattle across their rock-hard shells. At long last, however, in 1870, local businessmen built the Waco Suspension Bridge. At that point, there was no more need for Cyrus's turtle-charming bagpipes. But by that time, Cyrus had saved enough money to move to New York. And there he made his name and fortune as the bagpipe sensation of Harlem. And in his later years, even Broadway. Maybe someday I'll play for more than just turtles. Anything's possible. You really think so? Aye, lad. I do. Hmm. Well, maybe someday. Just keep playing. Never stop playing. Even if it's just for the turtles. Because you never know. The turtles might just be the ticket. (laughs) 
Thank you for joining us today for A Fantastical History of Waco, a podcast brought to you by Wild Imaginings. We have a lot of other great projects besides this podcast. If you want to check out the work that we're doing, please head to wildimaginingswaco.com. See what we're doing, and if you have an idea of your own, let us know. We love working with people, just like we did here at Rogue Media Network and Ashley Bean Thornton, the author of these wonderful stories. Join us next time for another fantastical story. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.